0: What's up Ricky? What's good Tim? How you doing man? Pretty good man. Just getting off work. Yeah
1: Yeah, man. man.
2: you go pick and choose I seen those feet just to get in the loop Put to they pointed like Tupac and Juice They got sick of the running and picked up the what Wobble gon' make niggas shake they boots Lookin' like Ricky when they in pursuit. I got a dream that I'm trying to pursue If it fail, I'm like Biggie, just give me the loop Megatron, Megatron, bitch, I'm a villain. Press it wrong, press it wrong to make a killin'. Leprechaun, Leprechaun, green to the ceiling. Put six dots up on your head, now you krillin. Double-cross me from the gang, you forbid it. Never a way that you gon' be forgiven. Weapons draw, weapons draw, now blood is spillin'. This happens every damn day that are spinning. Talk to my demons, they got me believing that I'ma go crazy like I'm and demo. I'ma just go right through where you in front of my now, money and like, everything I'm gonna to do. To but they can't stop me, these niggas don't like me, these niggas is whacking, I feel like the I know. news. Some of them, they just be blind to the fact, cause they may got some up and they don't <laughs> have a clue. I'ma just leave all these little niggas hurt, all you gotta do is just mention me first. <laughs> niggas be mad cause they making this dirt and be me cause I put all these beats we in the earth. They like the way I be going, berserk. Choppy like me, but they putting in work. Talking on Twitter, I'm thinking they birds mention me and I bet you my niggas go lurk. niggas they knew I was different since birth. You not a hundred don't like to converse. Ah. Niggas these bitches should put on the skirt. and you to the duck, we said you to the nurse. Keeping the luck, cause I stay on alert. Finishing the game, and one is for sure. Get to the line and I'm finna convert. You not eating you niggas, say room for dessert. Hate is contagious, but I got the anecdote. popping they top like I open the kinetic. If niggas ever and they think I'm in last, I'll drop 50, just like I'm low I make your bitch come right out of her penny holes. Niggas run up in these niggas all pinnacle. Ripping these beats on my words, highly flammable. Double O7 I'm my fucking animal. Ah.
3: All right. All right. What is up, YouTube Box and Family? I'm here with uh the one and only Mr. Tim Tim um 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 Tim uh, t- t- like uh Tim Tim uh, t- Tim Muzzy. AKA like uh but aka like um his uh, Skywalker and um Ricky like um Williams and uh yeah like uh pretty much like um we're going to be chopping... It up on some, uh, boxing, uh, topics and, uh, yeah, like I'm going to basically have like a certain list of, uh, topics, uh, that I have here, like, um, listed below and yeah, let's, uh, get it like, I'm um, right. Um, going, but, um, anyways, uh, please, um, introduce like, um, yourselves to everybody, like, i um, watch them.
0: Uh, what's up? My name is Skywalker, Tim Muzzy, uh, catch me at TWT.com, boxing for life, Tim on Instagram. Or my YouTube channel, uh Skywalker Boxing, hashtag TWT. Uh that's
1: it. oh what's up, everybody? It's your boy Ricky Williams Boxing, aka the guru, aka whatever. You know what I'm saying? Here we here on here on y'all, on y'all K-Rod TV, man. Yeah, just check me out. Uh um, Ricky Williams boxing on YouTube. You can also follow me on uh Instagram at r underscore dubs, twitter at r underscore dubs, uh And also, you know, TWT, the winning team, uh, that's www.t-w-t.com. Click on the membership link. They tell you everything you need to know. Let's get it.
3: All right. Uh, But uh, thank you. And, um, yeah, Um, I pretty much have a good set of topics that I'm going to talk about for uh, tonight. But uh, pretty much um, I'm just going to be covering (laughs) – some uh, boxing like uh, content, like uh, news uh, uh, that has been uh, shared around through uh, several uh, social uh, circles. So yeah, uh, like um, let's get like a uh, straightforward with the uh, topics. Um, I was gonna probably talk about for the first uh, topic, talking about Mr. Um, Regis uh, program getting screwed over by the WBC and the WBA, and um, I I wanted to play this um, little small uh, clip here that was posted by uh, Mr. Smoke City Mobcast where he actually had like a clip of um, Regis uh, program talking about the uh, situation and <laughs> I was gonna like, you know, share it to you guys. So um, here it is. Like for real, what is
4: going on? How am I even not fighting for either one of them? This shit is insane. Like this shit not making sense. This shit is insane, bro. I'm fucking, I don't even know what to say, bro. Somebody fix this, please. <laughs> now, y'all tell me this. Answer me this, right? How is two titles vacant? Two fucking titles vacant, and I'm not fighting for either one of them. That shit don't make sense, bro. I was supposed to fight for the WBA. Yes, you, you, you saw what they did, right? And now the WBC, um, they got Ramirez and Jose to fighting each other for the WBC. <coughs> And how I'm not even a mix. First off, my last fight was a mandatory. If you know what mandatory means, that means I'm supposed to be next. I'm supposed to be right there next, right? What the fuck is going on, bro? Like, for real, what is going on? How am I even not fighting for either one of this shit? Is insane. Like, this shit not making sense. This shit is insane, bro. I'm fucking. I don't even know what to say, bro. All right.
3: So uh, that's pretty much uh, that I wanted to uh, share um, for you guys. But um, if you guys want to give like a, like a give um, your uh, thoughts on that, um, go right ahead.
0: <laughs> man, I was at work today washing windows. This shit's all news to me, man. Uh, I've been I've been catching little bits and pieces of it. Uh, I like Zapata, man, but man, Regis is better than Ramirez. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. And he's the mandatory? What are they doing, bro? Fill me in, Ricky, if you know anything.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, The thing, the the, the nature of the the beast on this is simply that uh, it's twofold. It's twofold, right? Yeah, Regis was supposed to be just off his his latest work and his ranking, right, that he was supposed to be up for mandatory. That's just the way it goes. But we got to remember who Regis with, right? He really don't have no backing right now, and he black. So either way, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> kind of right. Pro right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you see what I'm saying? So, but where's their money at? Y'all got to remember Pro Bellum was a subsidiary of MTK, which is now defunct, right? The people with MTK right. no longer have no power. All enough. that going yeah. down, right? Y'all seen it on Drew on Drew uh, Titans channel? If you haven't, make sure y'all check out Drew Titans. Yeah, I'm just trying to uh, cover man. Yeah, man, make sure y'all check out that live. Gotta give props to the work they're doing over there. But MTK and anything with MTK and Pro Bellum is basically crumbling, like you know old cookies that's been outside for a week it, it's just crumbling and a lot of shits falling through with that and right now those fighters with pro Bellum have no backing and no financial push so the wba wbc ibo I, you name it you name it it don't matter if they ain't got no money to push we are talking about the sanctioning bodies correct correct so right. they don't have no money to push then your name as a contender gonna get pushed to the wayside what you gonna do right what you gonna do so Unfortunately, he left Al Heyman at the wrong time. That's all. That, that's all that really matters. That's all. Of the, the, he, he left Al Heyman at the at the wrong time. Maybe Pro Bellum was guaranteeing him a bigger bag. Shit, who knows? But right now, you at the wrong place at the wrong time. That's all it is.
3: Yeah, I yeah, just find it very corrupt and very evil. But yeah, like I just think uh, Mr. Progray, he's just making a really dumb decision being with Pro Bellum, knowing that you know MTK MTK Global is basically under uh high deep um investigation like you know due to the daniel canahan like of like a uh, situation so I you think there could be a reason
0: reason the sanctioning bodies are doing that though because they're waiting for this shit to get resolved you know maybe that's why the bud fight and spence fight hasn't been made either nah,
1: no nah, the Bud fight the Bud fight spence fight ain't ain't made because Bud want more money than he worked. That's really the guy. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah.
0: I heard the speculation with the Kinehan and MTK and all that GSE, yeah. Global Sports Entertainment. Yep.
1: Yeah, it's just what it's just what it is, man. Like Regis, just he don't have no he don't have nobody pushing. He ain't in a power position right now. So if they can right. get, you know, as a payer, top rank, somebody like that back yeah. in with the belts where they know they're gonna get them fees and them are ad- that under the table money when they want certain fights to happen that's where they're gonna go like people act like this ain't boxing
3: yeah 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 like i just figured that i'd just share that because um i just found that very surprising but i mean like i think that's just a clear example to show that rankings don't matter in boxing because take a look that's at cool. what happened over in um over in uh, female boxing with um, Ebony Bridges fighting that Argentinian lady for her title. She was like ranked number nine or number 10 through the IBF, and she gets to basically bump in front of like what, eight or nine other females to to get her second title shot, knowing that she didn't beat anybody in the top 10, so... I mean, for crap like that to happen, for Jose Zepeda. To which, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, like uh, Tim or um, Ricky, I believe Zepeda he was supposed to fight Josh uh, Taylor, yep, for the belt, yep. But right. surprisingly, he vacated. So now it's like, is Josh Taylor moving up to 147, or is yeah. he? Gonna... That's,
1: that's probably what's going to happen, bro.
0: Yeah. yeah. My first question, you know, for the people that are listening to your podcast, was, uh, is he going to rematch Canelo? I thought, you. first thing I thought was, is he ducking Like, But he has to rematch him, right?
3: Uh, I don't think so. Like, I mean, I would probably say for the fans, it would be nice for him to get a little bit of, a, I guess, like a redemption type of fight, you know, get back to, to get that, you know, clarification that he felt like he beat Catterall. But have it at 147. Don't have it back at um, 140. I just think that's just like a waste of time to hold up the division, and I find that to be very stupid from a uh, Josh Taylor's uh, point of view because it's like if you struggle to make 140 that first go, then what's going to happen if you did it like again, you know, in the rematch? Like, I, I like like I personally think Catterall would stop you, but I just don't see that being like a smart business uh, move by Josh uh, Taylor. And, and then on top of that, you've already like achieved um, undisputed, so it's like. You don't need to keep like your belts anymore. You could just go right up to one forty-seven. But
0: give him the boots first. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, Geron us would basically yeah, kill him. Sure. Yeah,
0: he'll start. He'll start a uh, welterweight and be, be retired. And just...
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I just figured that I would share that because I just found that very interesting. But yeah, hopefully, maybe. Regis he can be um, like um, he could be given some big fights in the future.
1: You got to get some money behind him, man. That's just what it is. You got to yeah. get some money behind him. Just a yeah. fact. Like, come on, man. Like We just had a shot. You know what I'm saying? I, like With that Josh Taylor fight, I, like I said, that fight could have went either way. It's all depending on how you looked at it. You know what I'm saying? That was a close-ass fight. I don't care what nobody say Uh I, I think they looked at it like he had his opportunity, and you know he didn't win. So he never going to get a rematch for it. They're not going to throw him back in the soup. He's going to have to earn that spot. But even doing that, he, so let's say if if, if he want to get back in there, he's gonna have to fight some people that they don't want him to fight, that he don't want to fight at dirt cheap prices. I'm talking about dirt cheap. I'm talking about like a hundred thousand, seventy five thousand, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, he ain't gonna get no other. He gonna have to take six ounces until he get back in the, uh until he they for until he forced them to put him back. You know, at the big show. Until then, he too dangerous. He too dangerous. That's just what it is. He too dangerous.
3: Yeah. Uh. It, it, yeah, like I definitely I'll, I'll, um agree with that. but um I was gonna move on with the second topic. Uh, the second topic that I have here is uh, uh Devin Haney versus Javante uh, Davis is a uh, tank. Uh, Devin Haney. Um, I just figured that I bring this up because uh I actually saw the uh, live show from the Rise Podcast where they were talking to Bill Haney, and uh, they basically. Asked Bill a lot of difficult questions in regards to to uh, Gervonta Davis, like you know having to be in question to like to potentially make the fight with Devin. And obviously, Bill he's trying to uh, like he's trying to mask it to a point to say that Gervonta Davis he's not being active enough to push for the Devin Haney fight, but obviously. That's subject to change because it seems like Javante Davis, at this point, we really don't know what he's going to do. But I wanted to get your point of views from both of y'all to explain to the audience that uh, do you think Javante Davis is avoiding Devin Annie, or do you think he's like, you know, wanting to have this fight, but uh, there's something blocking it.
0: It's too early to be making accusations for that. That's what I think. You know what I mean? He just He just became undisputed. You gotta let him shine in his glory, you know what I mean? Uh tank, he's, he likes them big money fights. Uh if they can make it happen in the future for the fans, that'd be great, bro. Um I, I know Devin's more and you know and 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 you know we'll see what happens bro. Um we'll see if he'll stay at one thirty five or if he'll move up to one forty. Who knows, bro? You know what's gonna happen with lightweight? There's not too many contenders in the lightweight division right now, bro. Really, to be honest with you, really think about it. Who can, who can they fight? Ryan Garcia, or you know what I mean? Like, there's nobody with belts. Haney's got the belts. Who really is there to fight? But I mean, I, I that's the best fight to be made at 135, I think. But uh, I don't think they're ducking each other, bro. Yeah, um, I don't know. Like, I
3: think I think Gervonta. He has like, the
1: opportunity to do it like right now, but no, we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. Like Devin Haney, Devin Haney locked in. I'm, I'm tired of like I, you know I rock with the Haney's, man. I rock with, I rock with Devin. I rock with Bill. But the truth is, man, they' in a contract with a plan already over there. Stop that bullshit.
0: Right. They got rematch.
1: Bullshit. Right. Uh, Devin Haney, stop that bullshit. Everybody know that Cambosa already activated his rematch clause, bro. Ain't no way in the world you fight no goddamn tank. Not if Bob that had anything to do with it. What is you talking about? Stop, bro. Like, I understand. I understand what Devin doing, man. I'm not taking away from what he done, bro. But they know Tank can't be next. They know Tank. How can how can Tank be ducking you when y'all know he can't be next? Right. Yeah. Y'all know that. The plan is fuck. The plan. And like I said, people want to play. Like we didn't just talk about this shit when Devin took the shit deal with with Top Rank. The plan. It's uh, it's uh Cambosos again, right? And then Romachinko. Right. That's always been the plan.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right? got to keep the man that was the man.
1: Right. I mean, that's, that's just the plan for Bob. That was the plan Bob had. That's why he had – that's why Devin had to go over there and sign with top rank. Otherwise, wouldn't the fights just happen? Yeah, but they didn't. So what is you talking about? Tank, like – and I feel like this when it comes to Tank, man. Does Tank need to fight the name? Do he need to get in there with the 135 pounders and the 140 pounders that somebody's seeing? How you been already? Yes, yes, he does. But you gotta be available. Haney, you're not available. You're not available. The next fight, I, I, I want, I would expect with the way the schedule's going, the way things looking. Even though I think Tank would beat the brakes off of him, the only guy that's really gonna be available in the same time frame is Ryan Garcia. All
3: right.
1: That's it everybody else is tied up everybody else is tied up so look like I said a lot of boxing fans ain't realistic just because they don't like Tank or they don't like Devin they want to say they they, ain't neither one of them ducking they just got business to handle now when the business handle and if both of them got an open schedule at that point that's when the conversation changes right but until then both of those like he's locked up and and if Tank don't like I said if Tank don't Don't fight somebody soon. I ain't gonna even say soon next. He got to give me a big name next. Otherwise, then at that point, I'm gonna call him a duck.
3: Yeah, um, I agree. Uh, I just think like this is like the most important time of Tank's career where you need to get the fight in now rather than later because you're 27, about to be 28. And uh, I find it to be a major disservice for Tank to like not be aggressive enough to be vocal on the Devin Haney fight because he did say, correct me if I'm wrong to Brian Custer that um after Devin wins his fight up against Cambosos he wants uh to be next. So yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. 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 Um
1: but that would require Devin Haney to be available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. Like <laughs> if, I, if both of them was free and both of them If both of them had nothing, especially, I'm going to say Devin because Tank ain't really got nothing lined up right now. But I'm saying if Devin was free and he wasn't caught up with Bob like he don't have obligations, then at that point I'd be like, yo, Tank, you should be coming for fire at this dude. At that point, Tank should be sending paperwork. Tank should be making an offer saying, hey, let's make this fight happen, whatever it is, right? But if you're not, he's tied up, man. I think it's stupid right now. It's just stupid right (laughs) now. They're just
0: trying... There's nothing... There are no fights going on this weekend, so they're just trying to stir up rumors right. and
1: shit. It does build interest, right? It does... You know what I'm saying? So if this is what they're doing, trying to get us ready for it, when it's time, I don't want to hear none of this... No excuses and money shit from either one of them. That's all I'm saying.
3: Yeah, Yeah, because Gervonta is trying to, like, basically say, oh, well, Devin, Devin, he's like the email champ and all this nonsensical, you know, nonsense, where... I think, if anything, he's just using the same talking points that Leonard um, Ellerby has been saying towards uh, Devin Haney, saying that Devin can't sell, he can't do this and that. But it's like, if you're still talking about Devin, you should probably stop talking about him because you're going to make the fight a lot more bigger when you create more controversy on it. And I just feel like, honestly, like, Gervonta, he's going to have more pressure on him potentially fighting Devin because uh, the minute of uh, the buildup, like, you know, actually begins for this fight to be made, hopefully in the future, Gervonta is going to have a lot of questions that need to be answered for him fighting Devin Haney. Cause Devin, Devin even said to uh, Stephen A. Smith, you know, and in that um, interview saying that skills pay the bills, but if you can't hit Devin and Devin's able to take away your greatest strength that you are very, very good at, then then how are you going to beat Devin? Because Devin knows Tank. He's not like he's not coming into that like he's not gonna come into that fight going blow for blow for him, but he's going to use anything possible to make Tank um how should I say it? uh like I would say like on a skill level, he's going to take everything that Tank is good at and, and basically make it harder for him to that's, like that's, you know get into
1: that's what you hope he's able to do.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you
1: know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. We don't, if we don't talk about the fight, let's talk about the fight now, right? Yeah. I understand how everybody feeling like Devin, but I told y'all from the beginning that everybody was overrating Cambosos.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Right? Yeah, you're right. I, I don't care what nobody say, bro. Like, yeah, Devin looked good, but Devin has the skills and the know how to do it. He beat that man with a jab. Yeah. A jab. Nothing fancy, no special effects of jab. So don't don't look at the fight like Devin did something extraordinary. He did what he's supposed to do with a fight of that caliber. The, the truth of the matter is that when when uh Bozos fought Tio, TO was fucked up.
0: Yeah, he, he looked fucked up on the skills. And you know what? I hit Ricky. He, he asked anybody he's a singing OG. I put it in everybody's chat, and I was like, yo, I call it. I wasn't rooting for Cambosos. I know he's a B-level fighter. But just looking at Teo on the scales, bro, like before I placed my bet, he just looked like shit. And then he was overweight,
1: remember? Yeah, man. He, like his 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 uh family and stuff, his wife had left him and all that other shit. You know what I'm saying? He was in a bad place. Not and that's not an excuse, you know what I'm saying? He still gotta win. But come on, man. Everybody like, like Camboso was just, I don't know, like he he's not he's not. The only reason the fight means so much is because it was for undisputed. That's what I should say. That's what I should say. That's yeah. the only That's the only reason. That's the
0: only reason. The only thing I like about the guys is that's that's the most money I've ever ever hit on on placing a bet online. But then <laughs> I learned the hard way, bro, to get my money back, bro. They wouldn't even send me a, a
1: wire transfer to my yeah, credit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to so, yeah. like three weeks later. <laughs> mm-hmm. You got to give them all your information and shit, man. Yeah, shit. I had to, to set up my driver's license. Right.
0: It's at Costa Rica, I'm like, oh bro. Man.
1: <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean, I want to see the fight. man. like I said, if both of them free if Devin go through and knockout, you know what I'm saying? Go knockout. But like I said, the, the only fight that makes sense for Tank next with with, with availability that right. he's standing at 135 is uh fucking Ryan Garcia. Yeah. Ryan Garcia, go ahead and get him, shut him up, knock him out. You know what I'm saying? At that point, you got right. even though he sucks, he's still a name. He's still a name. He's still right. in conversations with these other guys. Get him out the way, right? Devin, yeah. you go ahead and knock out Lomachenko, right? And then, then it's then that's when it's real. It's like, hey, this is for all of the the M A R B L E You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. For all the marbles. That's who the baddest man at 135. At that point, you feel me? That's what I'm talking about. He'll be forced. He'll be forced to fight, Tate. Hey. Yeah. And he would be forced to fight Devin. You see what I'm
3: saying?
0: Yeah, exactly. Same thing. Yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> like, I, just, I agree, man.
3: Yeah, yeah. Like I just don't see Devin staying at 135 for that much um longer. But I think if Devin wants to, you know, make a true statement before leaving 135, I would I would say definitely stick around for like for like like for at least like another year. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And yeah. then move up to 140.
1: Yep, I mean, I give them enough time. I mean, it's all depending on how top rank run to run it. If they're top rank smart and they're trying to maximize the value of Devin Win, they'll try to run that Cambosos fight back like in December. You know what I'm saying? Like December 2022, right? Go ahead and knock that out. End of the year fight, November December. Then bring him back with uh, Lomachenko like in May, right? In May, and then that way at the end of the 2023, at that point, then they can start talking that major shit, right? Then Devin to be like, hey, I'm free. This shit is done. What's up, Tank? What's popping? You know what I'm saying? You ain't fault nobody. You beat you beat the dude that was ducking me, which was, you know, Ryan Garcia. And then <laughs> at that point, it's, it's on and popping at that point. But like Devin got business to handle, man. I don't want to hear that shit.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, like I think I think that pretty much um explains it all. But um I wanted to talk about the next topic in terms of uh Canelo saying um, recently on a DAZN interview saying that Triple G fight is personal for him. Um, what are your thoughts? Canelo's full of shit, bro. <laughs> bags.
1: <laughs> Fendi bags, my guy. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> this shit's so
0: stupid, bro. I feel like I'm watching a fucking WWF match or WWE from back in the day with Canelo now, bro. I, I, I feel stupid, bro. I used to like Canelo, bro, back in the day. Back in Mayweather. Time. I was going for Canelo when he was fighting Mayweather, bro. And I like Mayweather. Mayweather's my top guy, too, bro. But uh, I liked him, bro, because I thought he was like me, bro. He's a white Mexican. You know, I'm I'm going to root for him. You know, my, my own and shit. And, you know, and... Uh, yeah, bro, but once with the triple G shit and the and the and the doping, bro, I stop following. I don't like cheaters, bro. I don't fuck with that, bro. You know what I mean? I, I follow the sport. I follow boxing. You know, I don't care about anything, bro. Like just I follow who's good. You know, who, who's got the skills. But I don't see skill with Canelo, bro. Really, lately, bro. Like with Bivol, bro, got his ass smashed. Uh, Fuck, bro, he should—he should have stayed. Even at 168, bro, I see Benavidez, Morel whooping his ass, bro. He know he's been ducking, bro. He's been playing these games. Uh, it's all—it's all a fucking show for his fans, bro. His fans are, are the fucking weirdest people on YouTube, bro. They're—they're they're, they're brainwashed, bro. They don't even know the fucking sport of boxing. They don't know any other fucking boxer, but Canelo. They know Triple G. You can't even speak boxing with them, bro. And, and yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and tell you the truth, bro, it's funny, bro, I I got into YouTube because my son's a gamer, and K-Rod plays with my son now, uh, Ricky, my son's a beast, so, (laughs)
2: yeah,
0: yeah, he got me into YouTube, he's like, Dad, you know you love boxing, I'm always on, like, looking at highlights, always looking at fights, you know, that's my shit, bro, I always watch every fight, bro, I don't miss a fight, and uh, he's like, Dad, you should get into YouTube boxing and shit. My boy started telling me he's Mexican. I live in a Mexican area. He's like, Money Brown, right away. Uh, Money Brown? (laughs) Yo, I try to chop it with money, but money's cool. Yeah, man, I became cool as fuck with money. I I like the big fish. I'm a big Errol Spence fan, you know, so I'm like, oh, you're an EJ fan too? And I became cool with money. I got turned on to Knockout. From Knockout, I got turned on to you, Ricky. I got turned on to from, like, KQ, KQKC. I got turned on to you because it was Knockout and KQ. Because, you know, Knockout does a show with them. So, I, I started seeing you. Started subscribing, bro. And fuck at work, bro. I got rid of my Spotify. I was like, fuck this music. Yeah, I'm just listening to boxing from now on. And you guys got me back back in the game, bro. I feel like I know my shit. Like, I walk up to people at work, bro. Like, you know, in the city. And, like, I, I, have, I always wear boxing shirts and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Create a conversation with another boxing fan. And there is some out there, bro. And and it's, it's nice, bro, to be on top of my game with my shit. Sir, sir. yeah, Yeah, man. Um,
1: as far as Canelo, man, it's whatever with this dude, man. He gotta, Uh, uh, the the truth is, man, Canelo tired of fighting, man. That man waking up in silk sheet and silk pajamas every day, man. He's like, you know what I'm saying? But it's hard for him, man. And And we talked about this before, K Rod. Like, uh, man, Canelo been in the game since he was 15 years old, man. Yeah, since he was 15 years old, my boy. Like, people don't understand, like. And you think about it before that, right, the times he wasn't a pro. You know what I'm saying? How long he been doing this right. since forever. You know what I'm saying? This shit gets tiring, just like you get sick of your job. It don't matter how good you are at your job. Some days you be like, I don't want to do this shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's right. just what it is, man. And Canelo got to find stuff to motivate himself, right? Otherwise, he going to be looking like he did against Bivel. You know what I'm saying? He just wasn't motivated. I don't care. Oh, I couldn't train all that stuff. Okay, man, you are supposed to be the pound-for-pound pound great moving up and down the weight classes and all this other shit and Bibble handled you like you was a piece of toilet tissue, bro. The truth of the matter is you wasn't up for that fight. And like and like I said, man, he old in the game. People don't understand how hard boxing is hard on your body, man. It's hard on your body. So when you be hit these fighters saying, oh, they're 33, 32, they're young, they they young in, in years. But as far as putting their body through it, going up and down in the weights, these weight cuts, these training camps, you know what I'm saying? Walking around no matter what nobody say, a lot of these dudes, they say they wait. All of them weight bullies, because don't none of them walk around at they fucking fighting weight. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. they drain and they walk around dehydrated. That shit take a toll on your body, man. So once them dollars start stacking up, man, it's hard to get up for that shit. And that's just where Canelo at. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, because everybody exalt him and got him as such a top name of the sport, for him to fall back, he gonna have to get knocked the fuck out. You right. know what I'm saying? He goes because no matter what, because he's such a, a revenue generator. Because, like, like Tim said, he' a white Mexican. You know what I'm saying? Because he generates so he, he generates so much cash. They're gonna keep they're gonna keep putting him up 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 on the top tier because everybody trying to eat off that plate. You know what I'm saying? So what's gonna happen is he gonna have to quit himself, or somebody gonna have to make him quit. That's that's just what's gonna happen.
2: Yeah,
0: well, I don't like Corbin. Is is that you got somebody that's shining? That's coming up in the ranks, like Boots Ennis and shit like that, bro. Or like, like, like we just heard right now with Regis and shit like that. These are great boxers, bro. Like, they're, they're highly skilled. They're, 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 they're artists at their craft, bro. Different styles and all that, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, some, some don't get the limelight, bro. And, and others take too much of it and make it a circus, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're, they're the same level as these other nine guys. I made a pound-for-pound pound list I did with K-Rod on, on another channel, and we went on with another friend of mine. And, and shit, bro, I didn't even put Canelo on my pound-for-pound pound list. I don't don't make
1: mine either. Yeah. Like, I don't do, y'all know I really don't do pound-for-pound, pound, but he'll never make it because he a drug yeah. cheat. Just like Roy Jones would have never made my pound-for-pound. Pound. Or, or Shane Mosby. You, you're you a drug <laughs> cheat. I don't care what nobody say. You you don't. Nah, bro. Huh.
3: Yeah. You <laughs> can't <laughs> be
1: pound-for-pound pound cheating like that, bro. I don't care who. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I just never I just never really respected uh, Canelo after he cheated, you know, leading up to the triple G rematch. And I'm just yeah, like, man. dude, like I used to like you. Me you t- know, hey, back- what,
1: hey tell him K Rod, like I was a Canelo fan, man, but you yeah. probably he didn't try to blame come on man, blame him. I was thinking
3: yeah, yeah. I was I was thinking he was gonna take over every single division and I was of that belief that he could be Floyd but like, uh, Mayweather, but you know, surprisingly, you know, Floyd, he beat him and I was like, Okay, well, I, I still think you're good mm-hmm. and I like watching you, but after you cheated, I was like, ah oh, man, like I can't be a supporter of somebody like that that's a viewed, you know, in that limelight, and that would make me look like a criminal, you know, supporting, you know, like another criminal. So I don't I don't like that out of Canelo and um ever since I started like not like him at that point. You know, there's a good reason why so many people hate you for <laughs> actually being truthful against them. Because it's like Canelo knows he's a dirty piece of shit, and I mean, sadly, I can't, I can't stand, I can't stand for people like that. Like you know, that's like saying that you're friends with somebody like you know who's like a known like a serial killer. Like that's not normal. So it's like to me, like I uh, like I hope Canelo can. Like try to make his career better, but I don't think so i think I think this is pretty much like the end game for him
1: yeah point. man he he rich rich bro man like I said it's just a matter of time man it's a matter like i said um he really? he should, should be triple g easy you know what I'm saying but if he keep playing this game bro like somebody gonna somebody gonna clip his ass it's just a matter of time it's a matter of time
2: I, I still
0: think there's a possibility of triple G beating him maybe mm-hmm. no you don't think yeah. no <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. he he might stop triple g to be honest with you
0: yeah, I. I yeah. it'd be nice. It'd be shocking though. That would really cement
1: cement the end of them. <laughs> I like they they too familiar with each other. Like they too familiar. God. Canelo knows how to beat him now. That's the problem. You know what I'm saying? That said, that first fight he didn't know how to beat him, but now he knows how to beat him. And plus, we got to give Canelo credit, man. He 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 moved up to 175. So I mean, his strength and his strength carry. We got to be honest, right? Yeah. His power carry. So you know. Hey
0: part
1: yeah what it is you know what i'm saying i think he like especially the last fight i seen triple g in, man like he always got touched but he getting touched more than he used to so i mean you standing there not moving your head off the line with with uh canelo with slow feet bro Mm-mm. yeah Mm-mm. not this canelo nah he, he his power and he, he he trying to get you out of there with that one shot it's not like he working trying no he trying to get you out of there with that one shot that's his intent so once he once he land on uh and I don't even think he's gonna be an up top shot. I think Canelo is gonna stop him to the body. Yeah. Canelo gonna stop him to the body.
3: Yeah, I think I think I think Canelo should easily win. But if Triple G actually hurts him and actually knocks him out, then I'll be laughing.
1: Yeah, yeah. And to be honest with you, if he do if to, hey, if triple D, g, g do it, bro, like he 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 can get paid, paid. You know what I'm saying? He can get paid, paid, because at that point, he would be the dude to stop Canelo, bro. Like, they'll be like the zone will be pushing him to fights. They know they don't want him to have, so. but the money yeah. would be too good. so but that's yeah. yeah, That
0: would be a good, a good way to retire, bro, mm-hmm. be Canelo. and
1: yep, <laughs> you can Walk off to the sunset. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. We'll bro, see. We'll see. we we before we know it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, let's uh... –
3: talk about the next habit uh with uh mr ryan garcia versus javier fortuna um could this be a possible fight that ryan could lose for the first time to javier fortuna
1: mm. Mm. i mean anybody can lose bro but i don't I, i'm i gonna be honest with you that harvey i'm not gonna say he did i, I want to say this right uh javier fortuna is not consistent enough to beat ryan garcia that's what i should say he's not consistent enough you get in there and have a good round and let off the gas. Have a good round, let off the gas. Have a good round, let off the gas. I mean, I, I don't think he got enough power to stop Ryan Garcia, so I think Ryan go see, R- Garcia gonna decision Javier Fortuna.
3: Yeah, same here. I think I think Ryan he's just gonna go into that fight like similar with the same game plan he did with uh, Mister um, Emmanuel Tego. Mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I think I think Ryan he should he should. Easily defeat him, but then again, this is boxing. Anything could happen, but I just, I just don't see Fortuna having that it factor to knock out Ryan. Because even, even when he fought JoJo Diaz, like I just knew JoJo, he had the ability to stop him. Mm-hmm. He just didn't press on with the gas. Exactly. And he just basically took it easy on him, and I didn't really like that. So I think, I think with Ryan, Hill coming come into this fight with. Actual um, bad intentions to actually hurt Fortuna, but if uh, Fortuna actually does hurt Ryan in this fight Then I'll be pretty shocked Mm because like you know Fortuna. He's not that much of a puncher, but to have somebody of that caliber Hurt Ryan Garcia Knowing that he got dropped by Luke Campbell, you know that speaks like you know some volume Mm -hmm. But um. I think I think,
1: Luke, I think Luke Campbell got more power than Fortuna. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So
0: yeah, he he didn't want that pitbull cruise smoke. Gonna <laughs> knock his ass out. <coughs> yeah, I,
3: yeah, I definitely, I definitely like agree. I think I think it would be interesting. <laughs> this is
0: basically a cherry pick over cruise.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: This kid, this kid gets his way, man. You know.
1: <laughs> Ryan the, co- the 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 queen of cherry picking in this bit, bro.
2: yeah, <laughs>
1: queen of cherry picking Like I said, man, that golden boy they know golden boy ain't got no fighters worth talking about, man. That's why they keep moving him the way they do. So it's just what it is.
3: Yeah. Um, if Ryan does become successful against Fortuna, should this build up for Ryan to fight Tank next, or? Yeah,
1: no doubt. Like I said, that, I think that's the only prefer- that for him. That's the only question yeah. that matters for him. I mean,
0: and they both kind of called each other out. It's kind of like a sign, bro, that it's gonna happen. I, I kind of feel that that's gonna happen, bro. Tank and Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I'll pay, for it. I'll pay for it. I'll watch Tank knock his ass out, bro. I'll enjoy it too.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, I think it'll.
0: Oh, Are yeah, you already- I, I, I I'll still support it, man, because I, I watched Rolly, bro. I, I fucking paid for it, bro. I, I wanted to see him get knocked out, and it was so nice, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man.
3: like I think, I think, I think either way, uh,
0: Tink gets my pay per view money, man.
3: Yeah. Yeah, cause I, cause I definitely want to see that fight be built up to be next, and I think, I think Ryan, I think Ryan will have a lot more focus into that fight. Versus Fortuna, but then again, he needs to, you know, display like a good performance. And then, um, some, sometime, sometime throughout that following year, you know, him and him and Tank need to get it going.
0: What, what prospects are, are at lightweight right now that are up and coming that are good at 135 that we need to keep an eye out?
3: Um, I mean, there's Frank Martin, and then there's Frank Martin's good, the ghost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, there's there's Jose Valenzuela, um, uh, El Rayo. El yep. Rio, pretty
0: good. He's with Benavides camp. Yep.
3: Yeah. And then who else is there?
0: Uh, uh, Did he fight on the zone though? He fights kind of shitty competition. No, no,
3: no, no. no. El Rayo he fights on PBC.
0: Oh, he's PBC, but one of them's top rank. Who's? who's or I mean, one of them's the zone, bro. Um, uh, that fights with Benavides.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about. Uh,
0: Diego Pacheco. Yeah, there you go, Diego Pacheco. Because I told Ricky one night, and I was like, I'm watching the Diego Pacheco fight. He was like, I don't even watching. <laughs>
1: yeah. 14 and 0. Yeah.
0: But yeah, the competition was the wash, exactly, man. They gave him somebody, and he just like it looked like a lion
1: eating some steak and shit. Yeah, man, that boy got like Pacheco, like he got power, bro. For his like, man, he's
0: good. But look at the competition; they get him at the zone, bro. They get him trash cans, bro.
1: Got to bring yeah. him over. Got to bring him over to the real ones. Until then, he's just a prospect, man. Yeah, yeah. It's
0: just a good camp, though, man. Good, you know. Good trainers. Jose or Jose Benavides,
1: senior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah. Him, I got to see him get some comp, though. But you know, I ain't gonna ring his bell until I see him in there with somebody that I think believes can at least give him a good fight. So. Yeah.
3: Right. Yeah. Um, let's uh, talk about the uh, next uh like um topic but um I heard word of mouth that potentially Javante Davis could be facing Rolly in a rematch. Uh shit. Yeah. But but if uh but if this were to happen do you do you think this uh raises some um red flags?
1: I mean if that happens man they just let me know that Floyd, uh, uh, Mayweather Promotions, they ain't looking to put Tank in there with nobody. That's what – I mean, like I said, I I definitely want to give Tank a chance to, you know, now that he didn't voice his opinion and all this other shit, he said he's doing to see how he moves, man. But I got to hold his feet to the fight like I do any other fighter, bro. If he fight Rolly again, he a duck.
3: Yeah. Uh, Because I would like to see him face – I wanna mind like a fight between him and um um I'd probably say uh Michelle Rivera or maybe get a fight in with uh I don't know, maybe like um like I would like I wanna mind Frank Martin and then I say finally uh he could try to get like a Loma fight, but I don't think Lama's gonna fight him.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Loma's not gonna no, like i said i don't know man like thank me to do you gotta show me something baby you gotta show me something baby like, and that's my dude but- <laughs> that's my dude yeah, that- you gotta you gotta fight somebody my guy yeah he needs that
0: strap bro make him look not that wba regular belt
3: <laughs> yeah i think i think i think at this point Javante needs certified like you know he's not no like a uh, younger version of him he's like you know he's like grown into his uh, man strength and I think I think it's time to see like you know all the veteran level names. Uh, but I would not want to see like a roly rematch and I think I think I think that's gonna be horrible like if he did.
0: Uh, Agreed. Agreed.
3: Oh. Yeah. yeah um
0: next topic oh roly part two nah come on man <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah um I was gonna talk about the other topic with uh uh like uh Terrence Crawford asking for more money to fight um um mm-hmm. Errol Spence.
1: Get your man's bro. Get your man's bro. This is your man's
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bud Bud's always mad, always complaining, bro.
1: Fuck man. Let's just make the fight. I got I got my own hypothesis on it, man. But you know, the, the thing of the matter is like I gotta agree, man, with Blue Bloods here earlier, man. Like uh, he should try to get as much money as he can. That's just a guy, too. Let's be honest, right? But and however, bro. But no, look, let, let fuck this now. Let me just let me say what I gotta say, right? Biggest risk, yeah. I know, let me right. say what I gotta say, man. Look, 30 million. 30 million. 30 million. and, and, and everybody say, you know, Canelo, blah blah blah. He was gonna get Canelo. For, let's let's explain something, right? We're we're hardcore fight fans. We know who Crawford is. We know who Spence fans. I'm willing, I'm willing to tell, I'm telling y'all right now, the casuals is not into this fight the way the, the, the hardcore fight fans are. They're not. Yeah. They're not. Yep. They're not. So for people thinking that money just gonna fall off trees because it's Terrence Crawford, that, that's that that's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. Right. But this is what I'm thinking. What was Terrence Crawford's highest reported payday with top rank?
3: Like $3 million or $5
1: Right. Million. right. $5 million. $5 million. So when somebody tells you $15 million, now I'm just using this hypothetically. I don't know what they offered him, right? But hypothetically, right? A reasonable offer for what he brings to the table for a payday you never got. $15 million plus back-end money, right? $15 million plus back-end. Why is it all of a sudden that $15 million it's small change to you. You never made it. Right. But funny how the report just came out, you know what I'm saying? When again, shout out to Drew Titan, right? That he got 20 million from Kennahan. After you see 20, 15 million, is like nothing, it's like ah, uh, right? Yep. Think about it, right? Think about it, Tim. Right? Yeah, Let's yeah. see you had a certain job right let's say you had a certain job and the building was the same size right right and that the, the, the building you did before they offered you 4000 to do the windows for two months right right then you go to the next business right and then they tell you hey i'm going to give you i'm going to give you 3000 for this right. building you're going to look at them like what you talking about i already got i got 4000 for doing the same building the same size as yours right right but this yeah, yeah. But, but let's say this building, right? This building don't have no it don't have no uh no anchor points up top. Yeah. And the winds is hot at you know that particular time of season. Yeah, it's yeah. dangerous for you, right? So you're gonna want more money, correct? Right, right. Yeah, definitely. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, right? tell you. that money looked different if you saw that money already. Right? right. Ten, if you didn't have ten thousand dollars cash and you blew it, somebody putting ten thousand in your face again is like huh? Right? Right. <laughs> tell me if I tell me if I'm shooting in the dark. No, you just know you're on point, man. Right.
0: Yeah, everybody's asking for a lot of money lately, man. Fury wants a half half billion. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, bro, they're all getting greedy as fuck. And
1: I tell you, you know, like Blood keep having I'ma stand toe toe with Eric. They know what they up there. They know what they up against, bro. I keep trying to tell y'all easy fights get made, bro. If he felt he was gonna whoop Errol Spence, bro, this shit would have been signed, sealed, delivered, bro. He, they, they not know what it is, man. They know, and you don't hear no, ne- no negative coming out about Arrow. Nothing, nothing, nothing about Arrow holding up the fight. It's all, all Bud Crawford, man. Get y'all, man's, bro. Get right. y'all mans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like I just think, um, you know, T-
3: Terrence Crawford, he is, like, you know, at the point of his career where. You know, like it's like a make or break, you know, type of situation. And if you don't make the fight with Errol, then, you know, you basically screwed your whole career over. So I'd say, I'd say at this point, just just uh, get like, you know, the fight in with Errol Spence or just uh, stop talking. Because mm-hmm. I think, I think, I think I've already made like my harsh uh, criticisms, like enough of Terrence Crawford. And I mean, it's only right for me to say that because I personally think he's an absolute moron. Mm-hmm. Uh, like um, when it comes to the business side of things, and I think he could do better, but I can't really, you know, support that out of him because, <laughs> because I personally think he's going to do something very, very dumb one day where he could end up screwing up, like, you know, some big um, opportunity. So I personally just can't be standing uh, behind like a person like that. But that's just me. But um yeah, like I think I think either way, um, if the Spence fight does happen, then good. Uh uh that will be good. But if it uh doesn't happen, then there's gonna be some really, really big questions that need to be answered. And I think Terrence Crawford, he's gonna be looked at as a fraud. So I already
1: got my answer, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: already got
1: my answers. Dude. Yeah. Time time will tell. That's all I'm gonna keep saying. Uh, but yeah. I don't
3: know what's gonna happen. So yeah, time time will tell. Uh yeah, um I also wanted to bring up the uh second to last topic on this uh show. Um supposedly Mr. Jerron Boots Ennis is in potential sights to fight Emantas Staniones or Keith one time Thurman, according to Showtime by Steven Espinoza. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? You know me.
1: Make the fight, bro. <laughs> Make the fight. You know what I'm saying? Make the fight. Like y'all, y'all was on my channel, bro. I think, I think the person who need to get the uh and who who should get the the boot smoke is Keith Thurman, man. You have ducked around welterweight long enough, my dude. You have ducked around welterweight long enough, man. You dug Arrow Spence. You blew that chance, bro. Uh, it, man, boots would be the. Keith Thurman will be the perfect stepping stone for Boots. I feel it's necessary. Go ahead and throw Boots in there, with Keith Thurman. Give him a nice payday and push him on out the division, man. I'm sick of Keith Thurman, bro. Sick of Keith Thurman.
2: Yeah,
1: I, I like I like the
0: Stan Jonas, uh, to be honest, man. Because with Thurman, he might you know if he he whoops his ass, they're gonna say oh he he uh he had a layoff. Uh, yeah, you know they're gonna come up with all that criticism to to downplay his skill level. You know what I'm saying? And and uh, I think Onis, bro, that's that's a, that's a that's a better fight, I think, bro. But Keith Thurman was was a former champion, so that'll go down his resume that he beat a former former uh, champ. You know what I mean? So
3: yeah,
0: yeah, both are good, bro.
3: Yeah, I think I think Boots either way. Um, he's gonna get his title shot, and he's gonna become a champion. I I think so. I don't I don't I don't like how people are trying to like make him into like a prospect and i don't i don't believe in like the whole prospect thing but if you're still like a rookie like you know in boxing then you would know um yourself that you're not ready for all for all the top names like like i personally think rich ortiz he's still like a rookie like you know in the game because he hasn't been put in there with any like you know top shelf names you know um in the welterweight division but Uh, for him, for him to make a stupid decision to try to run it back with uh, Michael McKinson, knowing that Michael McKinson, he's ranked lower by the WBO, to basically use that as a marginal, you know, way to avoid Jerron Ennis because you and him are like one and two, you know, uh, by the WBO, and I think that's, a, that's it. But, boy,
0: doing their thing, man. That's the yeah. That's how they. That's how they. They run their shit, man. They. Virgil Ortiz is a good good welterweight, but bro, like, the competition that he's faced, bro, is, is, you know what I mean? It's shit, bro, over there. And, uh, fight will never happen, bro. The zone will never lose, you know what I mean? When I risk their fighter like that, bro.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but Golden Boy got to do that, man, because they, 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 uh, they, they thin product wise, you know what I'm saying? They don't have, yeah, their marketability. Yeah, they gotta, they gotta, they gotta protect them guys, man. Look at them, ha, ha, uh, Jaime Munguia, uh yeah. Ronnie Garcia, Virgil Ortiz. You see what I'm saying? They got it. <laughs> <man>. They got <laughs> Like I don't know why people don't see this. They gotta protect them guys because, like, they lose what they get. What they get if they lose nothing. They 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 glowed in the zone at that point.
3: Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because like I w- um um I was talking to uh to a like, about this uh, the, like, uh like uh the other day and um I pretty much basically you know spoke with them like about like the matchmaking for like promotional companies and you know like like I don't know that I told you guys uh that I been that I been to basically three boxing fights but out of those three boxing fights uh the top rank fights to me, they feel like that they're just boring. Like mm-hmm. you know, like to me, like I feel like that I'm not going to see like a fifty fifty matchup. Like I'm going to see like a ninety to ten matchup where I'm seeing some old dude or, or just some washed up journeyman that's just gonna get beat up for X amount of rounds. And I don't like seeing that, you know, like you know like I care about that because, like like I want to see that guy get, get, get paid good too, but I don't want to see him in a bad fight. I want to see him like, you know, in a good 50, 50 fight. And I just feel like to me, you know, what the worst promotional businesses that have boxing fights to me personally is top rank and golden boy. Mm -hmm. Cause I think for the price of ticketing that they sell to you to go see like your quote unquote favorite fighters, they're just selling, like, uh, like uh, they're obviously selling it to you um, with like a cheap uh, discount because it's like most of that money is probably not even being generated for themselves. It's probably just going directly towards uh, the uh, fighter, and uh, I just feel like that's just absolutely terrible. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like I think I think either way, um, in terms of how the business goes, um, I think I think what like, the best fighters that that actually do demand. All the big fights, eventually they're gonna have to come to the business table to get away from their, you know, corrupt promotional businesses that are holding them, that are holding them back. But uh, I think I think in terms of uh, Jaron Ennis's career, he has a very very good team behind him because Cameron Duncan, he's very very good. And um, for those of you that don't know who Cameron Duncan is, he used to be a matchmaker for Top Rank through ESPN, and this is uh, the same guy that I spoke with. Uh, I believe, who's that black YouTuber of like uh, Barbershop Conversations? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, Yeah, um, he was bringing up like, the whole thing, like about why you know black fighters are basically like avoided by other racial group of fighters, and and um, whatnot. But um, I think I think that's like a good person to have, and Jaron uh team, and I think uh, Jaron Ennis, he's doing um, he's doing like a very good job. Like you know, um, on the business side, he's not letting somebody control him. He's in control of his career, but he doesn't need to be like a it, like he doesn't need to be a a promoter, you know, of his own. He can have Al Heyman do like you know do all the business, and I think I think going through that PBC route that's a very very good business route to to uh, to monetize his career properly. But. Yeah, look I think I think those two names are, are very good, credible names, and I think after that he'll be ready for for, for like a world title. But but I but I personally believe um, if Terrence Crawford does not fight Errol Spence and let's just say Crawford he quote unquote moves up and wait, then I would like to see that WBO belt be how should I say, um be ordered or be mandated for Spence to fight for the vacancy and maybe if possible I don't know if you guys can, like, agree. Maybe have Jerron Ennis fight for that position.
0: I don't know about that yet. Um, let's let him fight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, man, I like him, bro. He's the goods, bro. But it's all, you know, he, he he's getting his shot now, bro. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Just, yeah. just give it a little bit more time. He's in the he's in the oven cooking, bro. He's not done yet. What
1: right,
3: <laughs> you got to do is keep winning, man. Just keep yep. winning.
0: Everything else will work itself out, bro.
3: Yeah, because like everybody wants to see him fight Errol Spence or Terrence Crawford, but
0: nah, not yet. Let yeah. the OGs let the OGs handle their business, and then, and then uh, we'll yeah. see if the OGs move up to one fifty four, and what what Jamel's gonna do.
3: Yeah,
2: <clears throat>
3: <clears throat> but yeah, um, let me get with the, the uh, last topic of the show, um. This is for Jesse Bam Bam Rodriguez. He says he's planning on fighting in his next fight at 112, back down to flyweight. Next, um uh, do you guys think that he should move up to higher weight classes like 118 and above?
0: I'm to see him fight Chocolatito. <laughs> you know what I mean? That would yeah. be a good fight for him but right now. That's a, that's a hot fight right now for him. That's his legend, too, because... You got this. Uh, he's, a, he's a youngster, so he's been following Chocolatito since he was a kid. You know what I mean? So this guy's his hero, you know? It's yeah. kind of like when, uh, Israel Adesanya in uh, the UFC fought, uh, what's the Brazilian's name? Uh, um, Anderson Silva. Yeah, Anderson Spider-Man Silva. That was his legend, you know what I'm saying? So it'll be that, that kind of that kind of fight. Like, hey, this guy's my hero, but I'm fighting him, you know? So,
2: yeah.
0: yeah That'll be a good Definitely. fight.
1: I think Bam Bam can do whatever he want, man. He's a highly skilled fighter. If he feel he's ready, go ahead and see what happens, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If he, if he, I mean, if he <laughs> thinks he can uh, go to that weight and don't lose, you know, any, any speed or or reflexes or, or, or power, man, go ahead, man. Like, you know, uh, we, we criticize these fighters, but if they saying they want to do it, let them do it, man. They try to make the fight, you know what I'm saying? Them daring to be great. I mean, really daring to be great. It only enhances the sport when to lose. So if he feels that he can make that weight, man, go ahead and rumble with the rumble with the gods, man. I like to see him in there where you know with, uh, with cool boy stuff and you know all them, man. Go ahead and let's see what's happening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: I could see him at 122
1: as well.
3: Yeah. Um,
0: Later I, on, he's still he's still young, man. Yeah. Still, still got to get that man muscle, you know.
3: Yeah. <clears throat> I was gonna ask you guys, uh, do you, do you think the lower weight classes in boxing need to be taken out?
1: Do you think that there needs to be consolidation? Yeah, uh,
0: yeah go ahead, Tim. I'm sorry. Uh, man, uh, to be honest with you, K-Rod, uh, the one that I don't follow, bro, I don't follow strawweight. I don't follow the fucking the light, the lightest one. I don't know who the fuck, Tanakchi T- T- N- and Kanaji. N- a- do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't follow a lot of those Japanese. Because a lot of them are, if you look at the that, all the champs at the lower weight class, most of them are Japanese, man.
2: Yeah. So not
0: yeah. Up at their, they're 15 hours behind. I don't their fights were tripped out. They had one Wednesday uh morning. It was Tanaka. It was it was a lower weight class, like I think right above straw
2: weight.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, those are just hard to follow, man. I think yeah, yeah, they should probably I don't know. But it doesn't give the small guys a chance though. The sport should be be you know available for everybody. What they should do though with heavyweight. This sounds crazy to me, but they should make a super heavyweight for big motherfuckers like Fury and fucking uh, Big Bang Zang, all these giants, you know what I'm saying? You know, them motherfuckers' fists weigh, weigh a lot, bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're fighting, and you're heavyweight at 220, you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck, you're getting hit by a motherfucker that's 300 pounds. That's 80 pounds on you, man. That's, that, that's kind of... It's almost a disadvantage, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like,
3: I... Like I uh, disagree. Like I think. I think the heavyweight division, it's not like a game of size. It's a game of technicality. But like it's all about how you set up your shots to to actually hurt somebody. But I think. I think as far as just like the sp- like you know about the split from heavyweight to super heavyweight. Like I don't. I don't feel like the, that there will be that you much.
0: Uh, is equal every weight class except for that one. These guys can. Dude, some of these guys are giants, man.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just don't I just don't see that much competition breeding as much in a super heavyweight division compared to a heavyweight right. division. But in regards to the Bridge Division, like I don't I don't really I don't really like uh care like about that division, but I mean I don't I don't understand like like uh why they would call it the Bridgeway Division because if anything uh they should have called it like the classical heavyweight division. Because the heavyweight division used to be 185 pounds to at least like 190 plus. So it's like, you know, you basically fought whoever was bigger than you. And that was pretty much it. Like, I'll even go back into the old days with Jack Johnson, Jack Dempsey, Gene Tunney. Uh, who else? Uh, Charlie Burley, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And Sam Lankford, maybe. I could be wrong
0: we seen it with Nick and AJ, too, man. Like, him being yeah. smaller, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, it, I mean, sometimes I, I, a lot of them are one-sided. A lot of them are, like, the zone fights and stuff like that. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. To me, you know, it, it seems unfair, bro. You got a little mo- motherfucker that's 220, got dude 300 coming in, zang, big bang zang, knock him out
1: in one round, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, fair. yeah. Yeah, I think as far as the lower weight classes, man, I think they should be eliminated because the truth of the matter is why they make fight weight. They don't come in and fight at that weight. You know what I mean? So what's the point? Like, Why having them drain down to a low weight when we know the day of the fight they're going to be, you know, 10, 15 pounds heavier, man? No, go ahead and let them fight at that weight. You know what I'm saying? Let them weigh in at that weight, man. It's more comfortable, and I think we would get more competitive fights. For real, for real.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it also promotes, like, a healthier status for them, mm-hmm. so – but like personally for me, I think I think it should be limited to like like to at least like to at least five like to at least five weight classes. But I would say maximum ten, and I think that's it. Like you know, just like like for me personally, like like you know, if it was ten weight classes, I would I would keep one twenty six. Uh, I would keep one thirty. Uh, I would keep. 135, I keep welterweight, I keep middleweight, I keep light heavyweight.
0: I'd go from one twenty two
3: and I would go up, bro.
0: That's what I would do.
3: Yeah, from, but from
0: bottomweight, bottomweight all the way to heavyweight, man.
3: Yeah. I don't know. Like I think I think I think there's more to it, but that's just like my little, you know, um imaginary thought of like what I want to see. And I think like like, you know, adding to um, Ricky's point, you're going to see better fights and you're going to see more 50 50 matchups. Like, you know, like, um, you're not going to see some, like, some small dudes from like uh, whatever countries, like, you know, uh, that they're from battling it out at like 105 or 108. Nobody's not going to pay, you know, big money to go see those guys fight. Like, you know, you paid to go see Deontay Walter fight. Ie at Vegas because he's Deontay Walter. You're not gonna go see uh, Kanichi, um, like you know Tuki Tuki, whoever. From, yeah, 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 yeah. From uh, yeah, make your
1: way to see that fight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like,
3: you no, know, in the world, you're trying to
1: make your way to see it. breaking your neck to get to that fight. That's not happening.
3: Bro. Yeah. So
1: it's
0: it's hard to follow it, man. You know, fuck.
1: Oh. Yeah. It's yeah. like watching, It's like watching girls fight. <laughs> right, no knockouts, nothing. Like Itty bitty ass dudes, man. I just, I, I, mean, hey, I understand it, but I don't watch it. That's all I'm saying.
3: Yeah, and I was even uh, saying that to 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 a couple female fighters too. Like, you know, I I think I think of what the weight classes were consolidated. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, you see more competitive fights for like, you know for women too. Yep. But, mm-hmm. but like, you know, that's why people always argue like about like, the whole you know, weight bully situation and all these weight cuts. And I'm like, if you care about people making weight, then get rid of all these nonsensical weight classes that are mm-hmm. that are hurting their weight cutting, right? Uh, Agreed.
1: Agreed hundred percent.
0: Hey Ricky, you got a podcast?
1: Nope, nope, just YouTube, man.
0: Oh, okay. So yeah. <laughs> Unless you guys were collabing, brother <laughs> Oh
3: no, no. <laughs>
1: Oh, he asked me to come through. You know, I'm going to help my boy oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice.
3: Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I, think, I think that's pretty much it. You know, this is a pretty fire show, and, uh, you know, like, I have fun. But um, if you guys have any last words to say to the to the viewing audiences, go right ahead. I ain't
1: got nothing to say. Just make sure y'all smash the like button, share the video, like the content. Make sure y'all turn on hit that notification bell so y'all know whenever K-Rod going live, man. And, um, you know, support boxing. That's all I got.
0: Uh, hit up my boy K Rod. Subscribe to him. Hit up uh, Ricky Williams. Uh, hit up the TWT website, the Winning Team T slash W slash T dot com. Find a lot of boxing content creators on there. Um, yeah, just subscribe to to him and sure hit the like button. Thanks, man.
3: Yeah, man. Um, I appreciate you guys for coming through. And uh, um, yeah, I can't I can't wait to do like another one sometime soon.
0: Cool, cool
3: man.
0: man. All
3: right, take bro. Just let me All know. Right, thank you. Yeah, right. Take care, man. Bye. Yep. Please. Yep, I'll see you guys. All right. Uh, Thank you, guys, for coming through. And uh, salute to everybody that came through on the chat. Mr. Tim02, Miss uh, Sina Martinez, uh, thank you. Thank you for coming by. And salute to Bruce Gass, uh, Boxing Jazz, and more. Thank you for coming through. Yeah, and salute to the rest of everyone that's you know watching this uh, uh this um live stream and this um uh, this um this new podcasting episode that will be uploaded you know to my podcasting um, channel like you know on the um, website uh, down below, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I'll be uh, talking about some other fights coming down in the future. Um, I'll probably talk about Mister Mark McSayo and his uh um upcoming fight with mr ray vargas that'll be interesting but yeah um until next time um i will see you guys soon and uh thank you guys salute to the mighty mighty ldbc and yeah man i'm out man um i'll I'll see you guys soon all right thank you bye